Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, your place to come and just talk about Marvel. You guys ready? Or really listen to us talk. Yeah, that's true. We talk, you listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have such a one-sided relationship with everybody. But it doesn't have to be that way. We have a phone number. Oh yeah, that's right. Tell five, them about the phone number. 573-CAST-MCU. So call us. Give us some, uh, give us, say what you think of this episode or any of our episodes, or just tell us what you think of Captain America, the Winter Soldier, which is what we're going to talk about tonight. I want to call in and just be like, it's so good, and then just hang up, (laughs) and then call back again and be like, oh my god, it's so good, and then hang up again. Well, everybody, uh, today, it is, today is the the September 9th, it is the release date of Captain America, the Winter Soldier, here in the States, so, on DVD, so we're going to talk about that and give a spoilery talk in a few minutes for that, but first we're going to talk about some MC news, some MCU news. Also, something that came out today. Yeah? The Blu-ray collection of the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, did it? it I did. didn't realize that. That's awesome. Yes, it did. That's cool. I wonder where it'll post on Netflix, if it will. Uh, I don't I know. I would think, just because they're doing so much other stuff on Netflix. Yeah. You'd think they'd bring the rest of the MCU. Almost all of the Marvel movies have been on Netflix at one point or another. Avengers is still on there. I know. I, I hope it. it never leaves. I hope so, too. I, I always... I really don't want to have to open 40. my Blu-ray copy. <laughs> <laughs> I always open it up and just, uh, or I open it up on Netflix and just watch the last forty minutes. <laughs> I, lo- I love the whole movie, but the last forty minutes is just like, just candy, it's just just candy for the viewing. It's Joss Whedon candy. Yeah, so good. Um, mm, goes down so smooth. <laughs> Anyway. What, are you drinking whiskey? <laughs> I thought we talked about drinking whiskey on this cast, but we didn't do. I thought we decided not to. No, no, I just took some Joss Whedon candy. <laughs> anyway, so we were talking about news, right? We were going to talk. Yeah, about yeah. News. Let's talk about some news. Newsly thing. Bring us some news, Jeff. Okay, I guess I'll bring some news. Bring in the news. Bring in the funk. You noise in the funk. I don't Can know anything. I, I know that we got the funk. We got I, the funk. I definitely have the funk. I didn't try We got the day. funk. As we all know, Guardians of the Galaxy is the best movie of the year. Yep. Right? Everybody that listens to this cast knows it. We've, we've said it enough times. We've, God. Hashtag Beat Bay. Anyway. By the way, I just want to say, our hashtag Beat Bay, I know we didn't succeed in what we wanted to do. Yeah. With, uh, with it being number one on that weekend, but the fact that I think they've made like three times the money... That the the TMNT made, we beat Bay. We Come beat on. Bay. Come on, we beat Bay. Hashtag beat Bay harder. and and surpassed uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction for the domestic box office. Yeah, did not, however, surpass the world. It's creeping up on it though. It's Is creeping it? up. It's at seven hundred million, and it still hasn't I opened. It's only at a six hundred million now. It's it's up to seven hundred million really? worldwide, and it has not yet opened in Japan, Italy, or I believe. I believe China is the last market that it hasn't opened in yet. Oh, it hasn't opened in Japan? Yeah, it has not hit those markets yet. Oh, wow. From what I understand. Because that's where, uh, you know, that's where um, Transformers made all of its money. Really? Yeah, Transformers opened in Japan and apparently was just like either it hasn't Either it hasn't opened in those markets yet or it hasn't been reported what's from those markets yet. But I know it's in, it's Italy, China, and Japan. Okay, Italy, China, and Japan. Man, I wonder, do they open in Japan? 
Surely. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe that's why they haven't... Uh, maybe that's why they're not... Maybe they don't, maybe they, maybe the Marvel movies don't do well there or something. I don't know. They might. You never know. We'll have to do some research and get back to you on that. But yeah, yeah as of right now, the worldwide box office says five hundred eighty-seven million. I thought it was seven hundred. Why did I read seven hundred? I read six hundred. That was close. Oh, well. um, I win. <laughs> Shut up, jerk. <laughs> I love you know mean... that, I love that concept that uh, no arguments can go more than four seconds now. Like in a bar, you're like. No, he did this. No, she did that. Google it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> There's no longer that point of like, you want to take this outside? No. You just, for like 15 minutes? Google resolves more bar arguments. <laughs> and podcast arguments. Yeah. Um, if you can call it that. Either way, it's... it's from what I was reading, it's poised to take over... I mean, we've, we've known it's poised to take over the number one Marvel movie ever. It's um I think it's about that is cr- no Avengers is still pretty distant ahead of it. Is it's it? Like, it made like 1.5 billion. Okay, maybe not ever. It but... made like 700 million domestically. Yeah, it made a whole bunch. I think what it is is that they're that everybody's all like definitely by far that it's the highest grossing uh, single so, franchise. Single franchise, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking what I had read is that it's poised to overtake Iron Man 1, which is a huge thing. Yes. yes. And it's only like 16 million off of that mark. It's not far away. Yeah, it's it, right now it's uh 23 million away. Yeah, I think what the what they were saying is that if It's been the, number 1 for 4 weeks. If the pattern as holds. of right now. Yeah. They're saying like if the pattern holds this, you know, this weekend with reporting that it should be about 16 million away and you know be pretty close to overtaking it, which as long as it stays out there, it's probably going to stay number one until something huge comes out. And I, I just, I don't know of anything coming out that's going to be that big. Yeah. Well, there's not much coming out this week, but, um, and we can look ahead. We've got a, uh, yeah, this week there's the biggest thing is Dolphin Tale Two, <laughs> which you, you laugh, but don't underestimate those kids' movies, man. Yeah. They can, they can, they can take the number one spot. <laughs> They'll sneak the up on guest, you. The guest. I don't know what that is. Um, is the only movie coming out September seventeenth, and well, that's the same weekend. September nineteenth, The Maze Runner, which those trailers look pretty good, um, and there's really Oh Tusk, which is the new Kevin Smith movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's 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 a lot of smaller things, but Guardians has been out long enough that it's not making that much money per weekend anymore. Yeah, even though it's still doing performing really well for a. We movie that's been out six or seven weeks. It's it's not making tons of money per weekend. It made like, I, I want to say like seventeen last weekend. Maybe that's or what ten I was... million. It made ten million this week last weekend. Yeah, maybe that's what I was reading. We're just like, oh, it's, it's ten million away. No, no, it made ten million. Anyway, we're really invested in this, and we probably shouldn't talk about it so much on the podcast. Because, but uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just check in on it every once in a while. It's yeah. a news item, but. We're 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 very excited about how much uh, how well that movie is doing. I'm really excited about how well the entire MCU is doing. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Me anyway. too. I, I, I want to see good, more good movies. That's that's why we're invested in this stuff. I want to see more good movies made. And so when the when 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 good movies do well, it just means <laughs> it excites me. Excites me as well. In the pants. Um. Okay. In your in your sweaty Captain America pants. You you don't have a pair of those. 
No, I don't have a pair of sweaty Captain America pants. No, yeah, me either. I was just saying, like, you know, if you had some, it would excite you there. Um, anyway, so Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris says, Evans. Let's talk about Captain America. Says Captain America 3 coming up is not going to be the end of the story for Steve Rogers. He's not hanging up the shield. He's got more stuff to do. He's got more story to tell. And he's happy. He said this in, in like, in the article. Quote, he is happy to do it. So hmm. he likes the part. And I mean, it's Captain America. How could you not? That's interesting. And he does I've, such a good job at it. I, yeah, I love him as Cap. I, I've heard I've heard him say the opposite many times that after after he gets done with his contract with Marvel, he's putting up his his acting. Shield. He wants to get behind the camera. Yeah, he's done acting. Yeah. Um, I would love it if he does. If he isn't, I, I mean, I just don't want to lose any of these guys. Really? <laughs> Can we just like give them some sort of anti-aging something, right? Just some sort of immortality, just so that they can keep playing these parts. I, I like I, I know they have lives and they want to do other things, but I just want to see them like pump out like three movies a year. I just want to see <laughs> um, more, more Marvel. And I don't want to see the quality diminish. I want them to put more people on it, so that we just get like really great quality. <laughs> Uh, they've, they've already they're doing two movies a year in a single franchise, basically. I think they're going to start cranking out three a year. I've heard that. Yeah. But I don't want to say it too much because I'll jinx it. I want there to be three a year. I would love that. I would love them to get to where there's like every three months. <laughs> there's just like a killer Marvel. I got my movie. Marvel fix. Oh, put it in my veins. <laughs> um. So so Cap, Cap says, Cap, says uh, uh, Cap 3 will not be the end, which a lot of people were theorizing it might be. I kind of I kind of hate when they tell us stuff like that. Well, I think he's still under contract for um, <sighs> at least Avengers two. I think he. I don't remember if, if he's under for uh, Avengers three. Well, yeah, we know he's in Avengers two. That's yeah, coming up soon, obviously. I think that Cap three is the last one he's contracted for. Mm. But if he's saying he, there, there's more to tell after that, that's great. I would love that. Yeah, he said it's not the end for Steve Rogers. So I wonder if that means. He it won't could be die. the end for him as an actor. <laughs> I don't know. It, it still could be the end of Chris Chris Evans's cap, which is very sad because yeah, he's a great is. cap. Yeah, and to go along with that sad note and just keep the sadness going because that's what we do. Yep. we ride the um, the feeling as much as ride we can. The sadness train. Woo 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 woo. <laughs> RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. says there are no plans coming down the pipes. No plans currently in the pipes for Iron Man 4. Yeah. That's unfortunate. That, that is unfortunate. And I, this could be a negotiation tactic. This could be him coming out saying that. Um, and, I mean, it's probably true. There probably are no plans for Iron Man 4. But if they get him to he, – he's not under contract anymore – they put him under a two-contract deal for Iron Man 3 and... Or Avengers 2 and Avengers 3, I yep. believe. So, <laughs> after that, he's not he's not under contract anymore. And so, this is probably early in contract negotiations. They'd, they'd probably love for him to do more, but... He he loves the part. And, I mean... Yeah. When but, you are the part, it kind of makes yeah, sense. I, I agree. I, th- I, th- I think he enjoys doing it, but... He also He's the most expensive actor in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Like hands and it's because down. of those Marvel movies. Yes, it is. <laughs> those Marvel movies remade his career. And so. his life. Yeah. Rehab will rehab will do that to you. 
Hmm. It'll shut you down. I thought he. Uh, I don't really know. Just, I don't really know much about his personal life. I know that he went through some things. Yeah, he had a rough time. On. He had a rough time. But um, yeah, no plans for Iron Man four, unfortunately. No plans for Iron Man four, but plans for Cap three. Cap three. So that's well, the Cap three and beyond. So and beyond for Steve Rogers at least. <laughs> Two Cap three and beyond. <laughs> Well, um, when the when the reporter asked RDJ if um, if he would be okay handing over the role to somebody else, like just passing the torch yeah. of of um, Tony Stark, he was he kind of brushed it off in a uh, in a manner that was <laughs> I think he was he said something along the lines of I love that it would I love that it sounds like that it would be up to me. I love that it sounds like it would be my decision, that everybody thinks it would be my decision. That's great. That's really all he said about it. It's like, I like that idea. Yeah. Because it's definitely not his decision. No, he, at all. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he doesn't uh, want to play ball and, you know, go cheap enough that they can afford him, because he could keep raising his prices and outprice them. That's what happens with a lot of, like, television shows a lot of the reason they only ever last seven seasons is because people keep renegotiating their contracts and getting more and more money, and eventually they just can't support the show anymore. Uh, it's not even the production value anymore. It's the actors just become too expensive, especially shows like Friends and Seinfeld and things like that that go seven or go ten years, and then they just like they can't they can't afford to pay these people a million dollars an episode or whatever. Yeah. Well, those shows also had, from what it looks like, those shows have low budgets. Because I mean, well, you that's, don't that's need the thing. Yeah, a low whole bunch of. Well, they have low budgets else. for everything except for you know acting actors. or actors. But like on Agents of Shield, you've got all these effects that have to happen and all yeah. of this other overhead that's just like we can't pay these guys as much as like you know Courtney Cox. Or yeah, like it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, and that's and that's why now Marvel has the clout to lock people into like seven eight picture yeah. deals yeah like um Seb- sebastian stan seven picture deal i believe i think it's nine is it nine i think it's nine i hope they have a plan for all of that i hope i hope, I hope, <laughs> right? they... I hope it's not just like all right we're gonna say uh nine and then figure it out later yeah right <laughs> and feige's like yeah well it's cool you know he He's versatile. We'll put him in other places. Just, <laughs> you know, he's he can be Falcon, I guess. Yeah. And I, I think generally those contracts are pretty one way. Yeah. So like, if Marvel decided they don't want him in a role, they could just stop using him. I don't think they have to use him, but he has to keep coming back. And the the key is he has to keep coming back at a certain rate. Yeah. Um, which is you know. Yeah, it's kind of sad that they lock in such low rates. Well, I mean, I, I what, what's to say what's a low rate, especially when those movies, as would happen with Robert Downey Jr., can transform your career like that. You know? Yeah. They're gonna give True. him. A, I mean, True. even even if you, they're just gonna give him fame forever. He's yeah. always gonna be the Winter Soldier. You're always gonna know who that is at least. Yeah. And like, who I was? I didn't know who Sebastian Stan before before he was. Bucky. I did. Who was he? He was in um, Kings. He was the gay son of the king in the series Kings. That's the first mm. thing I saw him in. I never and saw he Kings. was great. Cool. God, he was great. And when I saw that he was going to be in um, Cap, the first one and the second one, I was just like, yeah, hell yeah. Get that man some work. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's real good. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never it's seen exciting. him. 
So more news. Um, talking about Agents of Shield coming up, right? We're what two weeks away from two the premiere. Weeks. Tonight we're talking season Cap. two. Next week we're talking about uh, the episode seventeen in the finale, and then we're going to be watching the. Uh, in we'll real be time, we'll, we'll be, be live, live with Agents of Shield season uh, two. So Woo. yeah, season two on that premiere, Haley Atwell will be in there guest starring as Peggy Carter, which is awesome. And also, I guess this is neat, but <laughs> George Stephanopoulos, if you know who that is, if you follow politics at all, he's going to be in the season two premiere as himself, which is kind of interesting considering the whole like Hydra's terrible and also in many political facets kind of yeah interesting angle that is very interesting the whole political thing and George Stephanopoulos I don't really know George Stephanopoulos I've heard the name I, yeah I I follow politics a little bit but not <laughs> not much but Peggy Carter being in the first episode that tickles my fancy very exciting <laughs> yeah I don't know what they're gonna do I don't know if they're gonna have a flashback to. Uh, her, I really hope self. it's a flashback of like I don't know. Yeah, well, no, I hope it's like Coulson unearths some footage or something where they're like putting together Shield, and then it like goes into that flashback of like this is what we're doing with this bunker and making Shield happen. And, yeah, and it's going to tie like, in very. Clearly. We have to go back to the basics to rebuild Shield. Like very clearly with the mo- with the with the movie we watched tonight. Yeah, I really hope that actual bunker. I would love to see them use that actual set. What bunker? Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, uh, so the vision, the oh, concept yeah. art is online. Vision concept art has hit the internet. It's on posters and everything. Like the first poster we saw with the like zillions of Ultrons just showed Vision like way back in the back, facing away. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I heard. and it was terrible for the for anybody to concept what he might look like. But now we're getting like full frontal vision action. <laughs> You're Full welcome. frontal vision action? Yeah. Like, Ooh. looking forward. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks so much like he does in the comics. It's so cool. And then, like, they can they can kind of justify that as from, like, a flavor standpoint. Because, like, it, he's a robot made by another robot who probably doesn't know what people are supposed to look like. Other than just, like, looking around. But, you know, this is his vision for the new world. He's the vision of the new world. That's why he's hmm. named the vision. So, he's, yeah. It's, it's Paul Bettany as the vision. And it's just, it's intense. He doesn't look like himself. And then, you know, in the news world. Last world? But, the world of the news. Um Last and probably... We'll, we'll post that vision pic on the Facebook, by the way. Yes, so we will. Check out our Facebook. You'll see the vision. So, like, last... And I would say last but not least, but it is likely very least in the news. Like, Michael Douglas was in an... Or he was in an interview with MTV. And they, they asked him, like, are you going to be wearing the Ant-Man costume? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. And he's like, mm, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That's and funny. He's just... it's. He's he likely said probably. Well, he it says likely not. He will likely not be wearing the suit and he <laughs> like he said it's great that Paul Rudd is just cut. He's so ripped for this part. Yeah. Like he's been working out for this for this role like so long for such a long time. He's like they had to soften up his costume just to get him to fit into it appropriately even with all the little extra 
like padding stuff. Like they had to soften that down a little bit just to, so that he didn't look so ridiculously buff for it because wow. he's that cut for it. That's awesome. And he's like, he'll be wearing the suit. Mine will be on a hanger. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I, I love like Chris Pratt and Paul Rudd getting totally ripped. Yeah. It just gives me hope. Yeah. It's like, I want to do that. <laughs> I can do that. I'm going to try. Yeah, because we're going to dress up for the premiere of Guardians 2, and I'm going to be Drax. You're going to be Drax? Yeah. I'm going to be Star-Lord. <laughs> How about that? That would be our goal. Me yeah. and you. Two years. You get ripped and cut. Yep. We'll both get ripped, <laughs> and uh, and we'll be uh, Star-Lord and uh, Drax. I'm going to need some thread and a needle, because I'll be so ripped. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Give me a Band-Aid, because I'm cut. <laughs> I think that pretty much concludes our news, right? That pretty much wraps up this news smash session. Cool. Well, we've already been talking for a while, so we need to get on to this Winter Soldier. So, uh, as of right now, we're going to go into our spoiler section. We will be talking about Captain America, the Winter Soldier, but just Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So, no need to worry if you haven't seen much else of the... uh, If you haven't seen anything past that, we won't go past the Winter Soldier. Yeah, if you're still catching up on... Agents, Agents of, Shield. of Shield and don't want to be spoiled on it. We won't spoil that much. Not just until yet. not until our super secret spoiler session after that. So we're gonna go into talking about Captain America two, the Winter Soldier, and our spoilers will begin in so go everybody, if you haven't seen it, pause it. Go pause us, go watch that and come back. We're gonna go in three, two, one. Bucky Barnes is not dead! He's the Winter Soldier, and he's coming back with a vengeance. And Hydra is Shield is Hydra. These are big revelations. These are really big revelations. <laughs> this movie is full of big revelations, yeah, and it, it just completely reshapes the Everything Marvel Cinematic Universe. It completely reshapes it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess let's do a little story recap. What do we got? Uh, well, the story opens. <laughs> yeah, give, give us. A, we, we probably need to go a little bit, uh, a little bit, kind of section by section, just kind of talking about. Um, I love the opening scene. Yeah, where I love the opening scene of of him running Falcons by Sam running. Wilson. It just builds their, their rapport is built so well and so honestly in just this tiny little bit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Marvel's really good at doing that. Like they they build up some rapport with you, with the characters, and everything. Like in the first five minutes, like. Guardians. First couple of minutes, you're you're tearing up. You're like your heart is wrenching because his mom just died and his world just got shattered. And then like in this one, first five minutes, like man, I really like Sam Wilson. He's a really good guy. Yeah. He's you know. And great you know what I think? Cap. Just talk. Just talking about establishing characters. When you see He's a man the who's value. <laughs> who's willing to try to raise Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not out of pride. Like you see a, a man who's like, "No, you will not." He's like, it just makes him so fun. Yeah. And then, and then when he afterwards, when they're talking, and uh, he obviously isn't mad that Captain America showed him up. Yeah, he's not. That's not his character. His character is lighthearted and not prideful. And it just makes him such a good character from the very it's, beginning. From it's the very great beginning. that he's got. It's great that he that his character has such just like just uh, aspiration to be better. Like seeing Cap fly past him and just book it down around 
um, that around corner. the reflecting pool. Yeah. And like, it just drives him to be like, I'm going to do better. I'm going to be like Captain America. And he's so far away. Yeah. And like, he just, well, damn. You got to imagine. And also things he said later in the movie. Uh, later in the movie, he says, yeah, don't look at me. I do what he does. Just slower. <laughs> well, I was thinking, <laughs> um, Captain America's asking me for help. Yeah. Uh, what it what 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 am I gonna do but help Captain America? Yeah. You know? And and I, I just get the sense that he's like been a fan of Captain America his whole life. Who like, wouldn't be? Right. Um. <laughs> so 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 I, that's it's like he's 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 grown up hearing of Captain America and knowing who Captain Rick is, and now he gets the chance to help him, um, and meet him, and that they just have a nice little meet cute, you know. Yep. It's really, really nice. A nice it's little really fanboy nice. session for really nice. And then the badass car pulls up with the hot woman in it. Yeah. To pick him up. Happens to be the Black Widow. Which, uh, yeah. Uh, Sam <laughs> Wilson just looks jealous of Cap in all ways. Like, <laughs> oh. Maybe that's why he joins up later on. He's like, maybe I'll get a hot woman picking up me and picking me up in a car. Um, he does, sort of. Maria uh, Hill. In a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. 41st floor. Right. 41st! 41st! <laughs> that was so great. I love that this movie was like really, really serious, like super spy drama. Mm-hmm. But then it still had those points with Falcon mostly, with Falcon, a little bit with Nick Fury, just, and, you know, even Cap had his moments where they just like, they turned off the seriousness and just gave you that little bit of humor that was just like, yeah, they. They're real people. You know what? I've I've been wrestling with how Guardians did it so well, mm-hmm. balancing humor and seriousness. Putting a character like Star Lord and a character like Ronan in the same movie yeah. is 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 hard to do. And that scene where they collide, and we won't talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil it, is so amazing when you see those worlds come together. But in this movie, you have the same kind of thing, and I think I'm realizing the way that Marvel accomplishes this, you so is the same way the world works, and that is like, you have characters who are funny, you have people in life that are funny, and you have people that are more serious, and you have people that are more driven, and sure, everyone can break from archetype here and there, but people in life have their have their types and there's people who are more serious and more funny. Yeah. And so in these movies, you can have people that are funny and people that are serious and it's that the, the those people that are funny can have humor alongside very serious characters trying to do very bad things, you know. Yeah. And kind I, of break and, up that monotony. Yeah, yeah. And, and <clears throat> the balance of the movie is just how many characters do you have in it that are one which way, you know, and then how much yeah. of the time are you going to spend with those characters? Um and in Guardians, it's a lot funnier. In this, you've got, you still have Steve Rogers and Steve Rogers and um, Natasha's conversation on the rooftop, <laughs> like all, all of their conversations. All when they, when they, when he, when she keeps trying to set him up, yep, that is so funny. Yep, it's really, really funny. Um, so, so there's definitely a lot of comedy throughout those movie, throughout this movie. But but for sure, like Sam Wilson's fun, especially particularly funny. Yeah, he's just a lighthearted guy. He really is. He's and not I really like telling him. jokes. He's just a lighthearted guy. And it's just this great character development. Yeah. So we find Sam Wilson in the beginning, running. Cap runs past, runs faster. They have a conversation about how much faster he runs. He gets picked up by Natasha. They're on a mission. Mm-hmm. Go time. 
This and, mission uh, really set up the movie for me because... Yeah, you always think of this one as being the first scene, but then it's like, oh, no, wait, they introduced Falcon first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, this first scene set up the movie and told me that this movie wasn't for kids. Yeah. And not in a bad way, but I, it just... It, it's not for kids. He's like shoving a knife through a guy's hand. They don't pull punches in this action sequence. No, Natasha, not at all. Natasha is, is, is a spy, and she's like wrapping one guy's neck with a cord and using him as an anchor as she flies down the thing shooting men. Yep. Like, there's not... This is not kiddie action. So not many superhero movies, you don't, you don't actually see guns hit people. Uh, you don't actually see men die, like in the A team, and and sure they still don't. Yeah, they still don't focus on that in this in this scenario. They they still like they, you're not seeing like a lot of blood or anything like that. They're not. They're just not gory, yeah. but it's it's real uh, in a sense. Yeah, and, I, and 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 I'm watching Captain America, and I've been watching a lot of American Ninja Warrior, <laughs> a lot of American Ninja Warrior. I've been following it this season, and uh, in previous watchings of this, I'm like. Yeah, it's a little it's a little out there, some of this gymnastics and jumping he does, but he's Captain America, he has superpowers. But most of the stuff he does, with the exception of like falling off buildings and surviving, um That's just because of the shield. He just I know he, he wraps has, up on the shield and he just has, like he has oh vibranium, uh which helps. Um, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be nice having that vibranium. Uh <laughs> Where that voice came from. Where um, does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> American Ninja Warrior has convinced me that a lot of the stuff that they do, I'm watching it and like, they just look like he, they're doing, he looks like he's doing American Ninja Warrior stunts yeah. half the time. He I'm is. like, he's not that far. What the, the motion in this movie feels very real. Yeah. The action feels very real. That's one of the things that they were trying with when they made this movie is that they wanted him to be more athletic and more like they wanted him to do more of that parkour and, and Ninja warrior style stuff, because that's a lot of what cap does, especially in comics. Like that's, it's his thing. He's very athletic, but they mm -hmm. didn't stretch it to the point to where it's like, okay, this is, this is way past real. This is yeah, it way didn't look, too It didn't look like he was in the matrix. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't like suspended on wires. <laughs> he, I'm sure he was suspended on wires, but they did a really good job of making it look like he wasn't. Yeah. When he was like flipping and doing things, it felt real. It felt grounded. The gravity felt right. Yeah. In this movie. Um, yeah. Just, I was really impressed. And that first scene, Really, where he's like kicking guys off in. the edge of the ship. Oh man! <laughs> and they're like they're hitting the gunwales and just like boom, flying off and rolling yeah. over and like oh it's my like god, that, that guy is dead. It's like you this. broke his spine. <laughs> like why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, um, he doesn't seem to have a problem killing people. Um, <laughs> this is not Batman we're talking about here. <laughs> uh, yeah, he. That, that seems he's such a brawler in that scene. Yeah, yeah, he's he just is. he's just. All up in people's faces and doing things, and and um, Black Widow in the in the in the bowel of the ship, and that's one thing we should mention about this movie. This is almost a duo movie, yeah, a trio if you want to count it. Count Falcon. Fury in there, and and Falcon. I'm, I don't know how I'm forgetting <laughs> Falcon. Um, <laughs> I would say I'm being racist, but I brought up the other black guy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'd say Falcon even more so. So I like that they, they kind of split off, and it was almost like a mini Avengers. It, it, yeah. did, it didn't feel like um, just a Captain America movie. It felt like the universe 
still existed around him. I mean, even Tony Stark shows up for a second on that little screen. <laughs> yep. Um, Which is great. It was a really nice touch. And you had to pause it to see. I don't know if you guys did that. We did. When they're, when they're uh, zooming in, uh, the what's in... Insight, the Project Insight, Project Insight, and the is zooming in on all the different places. On all uh, their targets, it zooms in on Anthony Anthony Stark, which is yep. pretty awesome. I like that a lot of the names in that in those lists were people that worked on the movie. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure um, a producer was in one of the first lists. I believe his name was Marcus Campbell. That's cool. I thought it was just. It's... I would definitely uh, do that if I were making a movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would have everybody's name all over the place if there needed to be a list of names. I'm like, you, what's your name? When I worked for... Uh, Grip, what's your name? I worked for PBS. I was a summer intern. And I just, like, they had the happy birthdays. And I don't know how the happy birthdays actually got into the system. Uh, but they did this little thing where they ran, these people are having a birthday today. And it was yeah. just a bunch of kids. I would just always put my niece's name in there. <laughs> and so when she was watching PBS, she'd always see her name. Wow. It didn't matter. I was like, no one knows what I'm doing. No one, no one's paying attention to me. I'm going to ruin everything. I'm going to burn it all down. I'm going to burn it all down. Um, anyway. So we're, we're introduced to a, um, not necessarily an iconic Captain America villain, but like he shows up a few times. Batrock the Leaper. Yeah. And... He has a nice little intro where, you know, he's doing his flipping thing, his his leaping, so to he's speak. He's leaping. He's doing his leaping, and, you know, he fights Cap poorly, doesn't win. He's <laughs> pretty much on the ropes the he whole puts, time. He puts, he puts, he puts a good up fight. a fight. He puts yeah. up a good fight. Much more than anyone else on the ship, which yeah. I was impressed. Does he have any kind of superpowers in the, in the no, books? No, he's just a mercenary he's that's really good at it. Well, that's good. Yeah, he's just one of those, like... You know, good at what he does, kind of people like Black Widow and yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he just kind of goes away, and it's it's he's not dead, but it's kind of sad that they just kind of like plucked him up and then used him there. Like, well, I mean, I, I I don't see it that way. I mean, I see like they could bring him back for sure. Yeah, easily. And he's not like a he's not like a big villain from the universe. It's not like. They had a. They could bring him onto Agents of Shield if they wanted. To. There, there has been speculation that that could happen. That um, he and other people could be conglomerating into like a um, an anti Shield kind of organization. Yeah. That Shield has to reassemble and fight against in the season. That would be cool. That would be neat. That would be really, really neat. Um, and so, so you've got that. I, I just think like they could have. I, I look at it this way. Um, they didn't need him anywhere else in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. so to try to put him elsewhere would have would have been a little forced. And so would you I rather just, have just, them not use him at all, or would you rather them? Do I don't they know. Did? It's just it feels like it's it's been kind of like you wasted a villain from the comics. I mean, it's not like a, it's a huge villain. Well, but, I mean, it would have been more of a waste if they didn't use him. Yeah, I can see it from either way. Like it's kind of a waste that they had him crop up once and then like just showed him on a video later where he wasn't giving any, giving any information. Like, hey, we caught him. And then, like, it could also be really crappy that they didn't use a Marvel villain that everybody's heard of before and, like, made somebody up. And you're like, that could have been any, you know, XYZ villain, whatever. Like, why didn't you use somebody? Yeah. That would have been a nice little Easter egg. 
Yeah, and it was. I think that's all. I think that's all it's meant to be. I think it's. Yeah. And they could bring him back if they felt like it, but there's no need to. I um, mean, he's not. He's not a big enough villain that we're anyone's yeah. gonna be upset that they didn't bring Bat Bar, Batrock. With Batrock the Leaper. The Leaper back. Batrock. All right. <laughs> that's how he said. Calm down. You need a lozenge. <laughs> I did last week. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So I'm glad you're back. Oh, yeah. This Welcome. is the first time we've talked about me being actually back. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I, I, I've been holding it in. <laughs> I'm, the one, I'm the one chewing on lozenges this week. Yeah, that's what you get. I tried to stay away from you. <laughs> but we just couldn't. We just couldn't. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we get a nice little fight scene between Cap and... Batok, and you know we get kind of reminded throughout this whole sequence that Cap is is a badass, and yeah. this is what he does. And that's what this whole scene's about. Cap's a badass. Cap's a badass, and this is how he does his badassery. Because like after the Avengers, you get we've gotten another Iron Man, we've gotten another Thor. Like those two, especially, were. Very fantastical, and they had their own way of fighting and and dealing with things. And we needed to be. I don't. I don't know that we really needed to be reminded, but it's good that they wanted to remind us. Like this is where Cap sits within all of that. This yeah. is how he does it. Yeah, and he's him taking down. He basically just took down that whole ship single handedly, <laughs> except for that one guy that got shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When his other guys are parachuting down, and they just, like, take out the one guy that's got a gun on him, and he's like, oh, thanks. And then Brock, Brock Rumlow, crossbones later, is, he's, he's just like, yeah, you look pretty helpless without me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I love, I love that those characters can just be that kind of, like, goofy about what they're doing. And then you find out that they're, like, the worst people ever. But yeah. that's beside the point. But they're not there, we're not there yet. No, we're not there yet. Sorry. So... Anyway, Cap finds out that Black Widow was on a secret mission under his mission. Yep. During like his mission. Missionception. Mission within a mission. Missionception. Yeah. Um, ha ha! <laughs> uh, so, he, she, um, she defends herself, but then apologizes because she does almost get people killed. Yeah, um, them. <laughs> and Fury defends his actions, saying, you know... It had to be done that way, and that this is how the spy game works. And yeah, compartmentalization. Compartmentalization. This is something I found really interesting. Cap's arc in this movie, he starts here, and he is just really doubtful about his mission. He doesn't know if he should be doing this. He talks to Sam Wilson a little later, and it sounds like he wants to give up completely. It's yeah. just not, not what he wants to do. He's not fighting the kind of fight he wants to fight. And this is a... This is something I didn't notice the first time I watched it. I, I, I'm sure I got it, but it, when that's that's his main that's his main internal struggle through this movie, and then a little bit later in the movie when he finds out Hydra is uh, is is around again, is Shield, he's is he's, Hydra. he's looking happy. Yeah, like and uh, and I've got enemies again. And that Natasha, I, remember. I think it's Natasha's like. You look a little chipper for someone who just found out all his work. He died for nothing. Yeah. And then she said, he says, I'd just like to know who I'm fighting. Yep. And he's just happy to see there's a good guys and a bad guys again. <laughs> he's tired of playing espionage and walking a gray line because he's Captain America. Yeah. And that is kind of a dark thought that he's, he is, he is pleased that Hydra is there. 
because it gives him an enemy to fight. And that's, I mean, and, and it's understandable. He's the soldier. He, yeah. was, he is the super soldier. He is here to make a war. He's the embodiment of the American spirit from the 40s. Yeah, and he needs an enemy to fight. He needs yeah. the Nazis to be there. Yeah, he needs um, that one central focused bad guy. Exactly. He's not good at nuance and gray lines and espionage. He wants to be a soldier. It's black and white. And and and, and then this Red, is the, it's the same thing uh, at the end of the movie when Sam Wilson, uh, when, when Nick Fury invites Sam Wilson to join him, and he's like, I don't really play that game. I'm more of a soldier. Yep. And, and Sam Wilson's just a reflection of Captain America from the modern time, you yep. know? Um, and 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 I I love that that line that's running through this movie, and it's very subtle. Yep, um, it's very subtle, and I, and I I loved it, loved it. So there's that nice little line walked where Cap's not really liking the gray area. So Nick Fury defends himself, but like right after he defends himself, he takes Cap down to see the three super secret awesome helicarriers that are ridiculous yes um, and using repulsor technology that's how he did yeah he defend he's defending his actions and cap doesn't like it cap is yeah. not cap is not happy with this with this um fear mentality that that is 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 running through american yeah. espionage or shield or whatever yeah he doesn't like that nick fury's answer to stopping threats before they happen is to hold a gun to the head of the world and call it and protection. call it freedom yeah yep. not freedom so cap it, it's still hard though cap caps caps having a hard decision to make uh, even because because these seem like the good guys, but yeah. are they really? He wants to do the the right thing for the good guys, but then the good guys are doing bad stuff, and it's just kind of like, what do I do? Like, yeah. Where do I fit into this? Should I stand for this? I guess not. I guess I'll have to take everybody down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're jumping ahead a little bit, but I but yeah. I I just wanted to point out that line because I think that is that's his arc in this movie, yeah. and I really loved. I loved that, and I thought it was subtle enough. I like that he can. That he didn't have such a huge character turn that most characters have in these kinds of movies. Like he started off being embodiment of what's good. He moved to the point of like I'm not sure what I want to do, but he didn't go to the point of being like, all right, I'm yeah. going to accept these bad things. It's like I'm right back to what I was, and that's right. That's what's good for me. That's black and white. Everything's going to be good for me as long as I defeat Hydra. Yeah, it's a, he's kind of he's kind of a. I, I'm almost getting like a Don Quixote feel <laughs> from from this Captain America, and I, like he really wants some windmills to tilt at, and he's very excited about Hydra, which I found to be a really dark point this movie makes about yeah. about Captain America and who he is as a character. Um, although. Yeah. I, I love I love it I love it yeah I love everything about this movie um yeah I do too oh, so <laughs> even good. all the dark points like it was a very serious film mm-hmm. but there was still that like glimmer of hope all the time mm-hmm. that it could you know everything's gonna be all right yeah I didn't feel it didn't feel dark to me well not not necessarily it definitely had some bad it was darker than say like Guardians but like. It was. It wasn't so much in that some it was ways. just dark and like terrible. It was. It was dark in a way that it was serious. I felt like the darker moments in Guardians were darker than this. How so? Oh, like when, um, 
Yeah, hammer, hammer smash. Hammer the smash head. to the face. There's nothing like that in this movie. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that dark in this movie. Well, um, they hint at it. Sure. They hint at it a lot. Like, sure, there's some hints. And- when the chopper's flying over and they put a gun to the back of Cap's head, he's like, not here. Like, oh, God, these guys are serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is there's not there's just nothing that dark Yeah, in this movie. Um, I, I don't think there's a character as evil as Ronan in this movie. Yeah. Ronan's really evil wanting to destroy the world. Most, even the Hydra guys, we we know they're <clears> wrong. <throat> But they have a point. Yeah, and you can almost a good see, thing in a bad way. They they well they want order. Yeah. At least they have sort of a sort of a, a guide a guiding thing that they're they're trying to reach. They think it's for the good of humanity or whatever. Yeah. But kind of that Ultron thing where like the only way that I can secure humanity is to destroy it and yeah. rule it. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. And I I don't I haven't seen I haven't read much Ultron stuff, but and I don't want to go into it too much with yeah. the spoilers. But that's a and then and I don't know how that I don't know how they'll handle it in the MCU, but that's how they handle it in the comics. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're moving on. Nick goes and talks to, or no, no, he he gets the drive, right from Romanov. Yes. And goes to look into it, and he can't open the files. It says it's restricted by him. Yeah. Which I found weird. They never explained that. Yeah. Why it's restricted by him, unless it's just falsely restricted by him. Probably. Yeah, but that was still a little strange. It was a little weird. It, it was, was like probably... a mystery they opened up and then never <laughs> They never, never closed. Really closed that. It was probably locked by Alexander Pierce hacking yeah. something. I mean, that's that that's obviously a possibility. Yeah. So we're introduced then to Alexander Pierce. He's in the council. He's, he's the wit in the council. But also in Shield, like to keep the defense or the World Security Council at bay to like not have them take over the world. You know, like it seemed at first like he was the counter to them being all like, "Oh my God, this one person on the street died of lung cancer. We have to lock down the planet." Like mm. he seemed like the 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 well, he definitely logical counter to them. Yeah, well, he, they're just they're. They're freaking out about this 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 hijacking when yeah. we see them, and he's the piracy, and he's trying to calm them down. I don't know that I would say he seems like he's he's trying to stop them from doing other protectionist things, but he's definitely trying to stop them in that case. He's trying to stop them from going overboard all the time. Yeah, At well, least, in that in, in that, that in instance. that case, in that instance, we just kind of assume that it's all other yeah. times. I mean. Obviously, we know now where yeah, he's doing. It's not that great a guy. And he's just trying to bide his time and not get discovered as a Hydra agent as he tries to get Project Insight off the ground. Yeah. Which, there's a later scene where he talks to the Security Council again, and they insist on Insight being instituted. And he does some very interesting techniques in his conversation where he's trying to get them to do that. You know, like he's not trying to yeah. stop them. Now that Fury's out of the picture. Yep. And shortly after that, that Fury is attacked. Well, did you see that awesome little, that awesome bit of acting that Mr. Redford did where they were like, I moved to get Project Insight back into into motion. And he was just like, yes, good. You could see that little smirk starting yeah. on his face. There was, there was a bit of a smirk, but it didn't really show. And everything he said sounded very like, well, okay, if that's what you guys want. <laughs> you said you wanted this. And that happens. Here it comes. That happens after Fury is attacked. Yeah. Um, 
Because and, he found the files. Exactly. And he wants them. And so Fury is attacked. Fury is killed. And Fury gives the drive to Captain America. And uh, Captain America hides it and comes in and gets uh, interrogated, sort of, by Pierce. Yeah. Um, in, 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 easy inter- in, in an easy sense. Um, and then when he won't give up the information that Pierce knows he has... We get the best elevator scene ever. Yes, the best. It's real good. <laughs> I love that, right? Like, Cap is seeing it all kind of fall into place. He's watching the puzzle pieces come down. And then he's like, all right, before this all starts up, does anybody want to get off? <laughs> like, he gives you a chance. And, and then they're just like, all right, we're going to fight Cap. This is the worst idea. I like that they had a good plan, though. They had those magnetic cuffs that could yeah. cuff him to the wall. That came off of the briefcases like that? Yeah, that was, that was really neat. Really, this is a really neat, neat idea. And they didn't work. Nope. I mean, they worked for keeping him on, like, one arm on the thing. Yeah, they definitely leveled the playing field for a minute. Yeah, for, for just a second. And then he, you know, gets away from it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and I, when they're like, there's nowhere to go, I'm like, there's windows everywhere. <laughs> Cap is an expert at jumping out of things and falling <laughs> to the ground. You put <laughs> this guy that you want on your side because he's been able to take out any situation you need him to. Um <laughs> You know, and now you're now you don't think he can take get out of this situation, which I mean, it was a pretty dire situation. That's a lot of people and a lot of people and a really high floor. Yes. And then Sitwell was watching it on the camera and he's like, are you are you kidding me? (laughs) He's headed for the garage. I love that. How the hell did he get to the bottom floor? I love the are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, he's he's like, come on, guy. It's Cap. Come yeah. on, so well. You you've hired him for this. You know, <laughs> you know he's capable. And Come of course, on. we haven't mentioned Sitwell until now. But of course, Sitwell on the last Agents of Shield, which we watched last week, um, left Agents of Shield saying he's going to get on a boat. Yeah. And so. And that boat was the one at the beginning yep. that got pirated. So it's interesting. It's just really interesting the connections. I don't want to go too much into Agents of Shield because some people might be listening to this that haven't seen. Agents of Shield yet? You should. Yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't, if you're just watching, listening today because you heard we were talking about Cap to America two. Um, we've been we've been doing um, <laughs> I like that pause in between ten America two. Um, we've been doing the Agents of Shield rewatch, and the Agents of Shield ties into this movie big time because as you've as you've seen, if you've seen this movie, Shield is destroyed. Yeah. So uh, it's it's you know it's it's definitely a worthy thing to go check out Agents of Shield. Um, Captain America Two falls between episodes sixteen and seventeen of the season, and it is a really great turn that they do. Um, and so if you go back to episodes one through five of our podcast, we talk about actually I guess two through five we talk about um, all of those things. <clears throat> so go watch those. Go listen to our episodes was, and go watch. Go watch Agents of Shield. I was laughing because I have dumb jokes that pop into my head very yeah? frequently. What's what kind of dumb joke? Well, this one was um, you were saying it's a it's a very interesting turn, and I was like, it's a very interesting turn, 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 turn. 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 Yeah, because uh-huh, that's an episode name. That's an episode, and it's something Garrett says in episode sixteen. Yep, yep, yep. Which I hadn't noticed until until the rewatch. Yeah, I didn't get to rewatch it. I was. Sick. I know you were I'm sick. Sorry. I'm sorry. So Cap escapes. He takes down 
<laughs> he takes down a Quinjet, which is yep. quite the feat. Because he's on a motorcycle. Yep, motorcycle versus cap. Motorcycle cap with a Quinjet with its full guns, like Gatling <laughs> guns, ready to ready to take him down. He takes it down with just his shield. Two strikes through his shield. Two, one will. One really. One to one engine, and then one to like the make others. sure he doesn't fall fall off. Really, he just uses it to hang on. Yeah, well, no, he like he throws the shield in between the like the two tail engines mm. and like blows them up real good. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but I love it. <laughs> I don't understand any of the physics behind that shield, but I love every bit of it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was really rad. It always comes back. It always comes back, except for when like somebody sees it coming and deflects it, like Bucky did. Yeah. The Winter Soldier. Yeah, the physics of the shield don't make a lot of sense. I liked the use of it on the boat because it was such tight quarters. He just kept bouncing it off stuff. Yeah. Which was really fun. Um, So, Cap's on the run. He goes to get the drive where he left, where he hit it. And Cap on the run. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then uh, he goes to the snack machine where he left it, which we didn't talk about earlier. He left it behind three sticks, three... Uh, Packs of gum. Bubblicious. And when he walks up uh, to look at it... It's uh, just completely empty. I, lo- I love it. The moment of panic and then Black Widow stepping into the shot blowing bubbles yep. uh, with bubble gum. <laughs> yep. That was really, really fun. Um, <laughs> that so, just shows off her sassy character. Yeah. So then we get this nice little like uh, duo section of the movie where Black Widow and Cap working together... And I really liked this whole section a lot. Them being on the run, them being such different characters. Yeah, her how he her... wants to engage all the time. He's like, "We're gonna do this, and I'm gonna fight them, and we're gonna hope that they just don't look at us." And then she's just like, "Here's what we're gonna do to make them not want to look at us." And he's just like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay, I guess that works." Yeah, well, there's <laughs> that. I love the moment in the truck when he tells her to get her feet off the dashboard because <laughs> yeah. we're borrowing the truck. <laughs> We didn't steal it. We're borrowing it. Get your feet off the dash. Yeah, that's such a that's such a. He's he's just so Captain America. He really I just is. love it. It's just so moments like that. Good down home kind of guy. Moments like that. Are you want to invite him America. to Sunday dinner? Yep. Every dinner. <laughs> I would take him in as a roommate, and I would not charge him a dime. <laughs> I don't think I would charge. Captain America to live with me either. That's a funny idea for a video. Like, <laughs> just a superhero Captain, roommate. Superhero roommate. <laughs> and you, you told me you wouldn't charge them because you know they needed the. They're on the run and they're whatever. Bruce Banner, whatever. Bruce Banner's on the run, or Thor just needs a place to crash and party. <laughs> but then they just turn out to be a really bad roommate. So, <laughs> like reconsidering your decisions. Listen, this you, is good. You gotta go. This is awful. We'll try to, we'll try just... to, we'll try to work on that video. That'd be funny. <laughs> That's, That's a good f- little mini series there. <laughs> Not even that. There's so many heroes that could that could be done with. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so George is like maybe a roommate who is paying for rent, but he starts like a mobile command center in, in the other room, and there's like. Other other superheroes <laughs> stopping by all the time and like you can't open the business. It's not a business. This is our command center. <laughs> uh, nice little reference to what was it? 
live free or die hard there. I don't know what reference I made. Kevin Smith was in that movie. Oh, yeah. And yep. he's like, this is my command it's center. My, it's a command center. That's funny. I thought I made that up, but apparently it just seeped nope. in my brain. And you are hard not original at all. I'm not either. It's okay. Die hard, die hard movies are fun. Um, let's get back to Marvel, though. <laughs> um, so although although Sam Jackson is a... Who should Bruce Willis play in the Marvel Universe? Ooh, that's a good question. Call us and let us know what you think. Because he should. Because he should. <laughs> 573... Cast MCU. That's 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 our um, that's our question this week. <laughs> and nobody cares. <laughs> who should Bruce Willis play? Um, who sees dead people? Uh, Valkyrie. Yeah, he could play Valkyrie. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> pick a pick a pick a random pick a random trait from another movie and have him be that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's unbreakable? Luke Cage? There you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. You <laughs> can play Luke Cage. <laughs> what? I don't see race. <laughs> Just get him to wear some chains and a yellow shirt. It'll be oh, fine. <laughs> but like, <laughs> if he played like the black exploitation version of Luke Cage... <laughs> But it's Bruce Willis. That'd be the worst. The worst casting. Oh, All right. man. All right. That's horrible. So anyway. So Natasha, they have a nice scene in the Mac store, and they have a nice scene in the truck. I really just liked all these scenes with them two together. Yep. And then they find, like, Arnim Zola in mm-hmm. that one bunker. A computerized version of the brain of Arnim Zola. Which just opens up so much for that character to come back. Yeah, it does. They 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 act like he's lost in the scene. Yeah. Um he says they only, he only has a few more minutes. That could be just this version of him. Uh, but then later uh Pierce says we those two cost me Arnim Zola. Uh Zola. 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 Arnim Zola. Um yeah, but then <clears throat> they upload the algorithm. Yeah, but that's the algorithm. It says the algorithm that, could be rebuilding him. That's true. The algorithm could have something to that, but it says that Arnim Zola just created the algorithm. The algorithm is just an algorithm to find people who are who are possible. There are threats so to many Hydra. things, though, in the Marvel cent- or in the Marvel universe, just in general, where like somebody creates something and then they've got some little subroutine in it. That makes him want to do something completely different. Yeah. So, like, that's not too far-fetched. No, I totally agree. I totally agree that it is very... I mean, that USB that USB port exists Yeah. on that computer. So it's very possible he was up, He was copied. Yeah, easily. B- before the moments of the movie. He was uploaded to the iCloud. Yeah. He got an iCloud backup. I, I Arnold. <laughs> Arnov? Arnim. Arnim. Sorry. Arnim Zola. I Arnim. <laughs> it's an Isola. Isola, that's better. <laughs> I'm obviously the Wozniak, and you're the Jobs in this situation. <laughs> Isola, so much better marketing. One more thing. Oh, he's dead. I'm sad. Yeah. Anyway, so they find Arnim Zola, but and he and he admits at- that Hydra. Is infiltrated Shield from the beginning. From the start of it. From 
the time it began. I like the nice little addition that they have where, like, they stuck this bunker in this abandoned base where Captain America was created. So, like, Captain America was created at this base, but also S.H.I.E.L.D. was created at this base. But also Hydra was created at this base. Also, or conti- were, infiltrated were, at this were, base, not created. They started the infiltration at this base, and then, you know, Arnim Zola was at this base, and, you know, it's very... I really hope Wheaton, that's... New Jersey's a focal point for Cap, I guess. I really hope that Agent, Agent Carter... It has something to do with Wheaton, New Jersey. Like that's where they're. I really want them to use that set. I do too. That's a great idea. It would just be awesome. It already exists. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to rebuild it. They didn't actually blow it up. (laughs) You don't have to make something else, right? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, please. So yeah, when they when they find Zola, he um, he ends up just kind of stalling and telling him all of the stories that this enthralling story about how Hydra is infiltrating everything this and bringing is... all their personal issues into it and yep he's basically just taunting them yeah but just like in many movies you wonder why a villain is being so speechy yeah but he's like, doing why are you it monologuing very deliberately yeah this time there was a point to it yeah which i loved i, lo- I love this big monologue you're like why is he telling them the plan? Oh, so that he can keep them there until he can blow them up. Yep. Until this, you know, one tactical missile blows up everything. Yeah. So, tactical missile blows up everything. Somehow they survive because he's Cap. Mm-hmm. Because he's Captain America and his shield does everything. And his shield blocks everything. Vibranium, man. Vibranium. Stops Thor's hammer. Stops vibrations. So, it absorbs vibrations. It absorbs vibrations. And disperses them outward. Which the one thing, the one shot that that didn't make sense was when he gets hit with a missile on the front of the the thing, and he flies backwards. Well, there was still the explosion in the area in front of him that's going to push him back, regardless of whether or not the shield there. He's still standing there. Yeah, the shield's not going to hits the front like, of the shield. I don't know. It blows up on the shield, so there's still that explosive force like out in front of everything. It's not like the shield's just going to suck it all in and just be like, all right, well. I don't know. It seems like on. that's that's exactly what it would do. If vibranium would do, it would just, the vibrations would hit it and it just would keep it from hitting him because he's all balled up. No, he wasn't balled up in that scene. All right. I guess you could say it hit his head and his legs and blew him backwards. Yeah, yeah, it took him off his feet. I guess. <laughs> it wouldn't have made like for it. a good sequence if it had just bounced off. I don't like that answer. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> we've got um Cap on the run. Cap on the <clears throat> run. And they go to Falcon's house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they look they look like hell. Yeah, they do. They look like burnt shit. <laughs> I mean, they still look like beautiful, beautiful people, but covered in but all dirty burnt, makeup. Dirty makeup, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Can we stay here?" And he's just like, "The hell!" Yeah. Everybody Captain that we Murphy. know is trying to kill us, and he's just like, "Not everybody." Yeah. Get inside. I love. I love that. It's it's a little weird because it's like he's there. Is he the only guy they've met outside of Shield? <laughs> yeah. I guess probably. Yeah. I guess uh, mostly Cap's been just working for Shield. 
every day and not really meeting other people. Yep, he's a soldier. So they get cleaned up, and then Falcon, we get to this point to where Falcon just, like, is looking up to Cap so hard. He's like, Cap needs my help. I got to help. That's right. Cap calls. You got to help. Yeah, I I love that. And Rohan will answer. And Rohan will answer? Who's Rohan? It was a Lord of the Rings reference. Oh. Gondor calls for aid. And Rohan will answer. I want to make fun of you for being a nerd, but we're on a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. (laughs) It was your idea to start. Yeah, man. So anyway, he's like, Cap needs my help. Here's this thing that I need, and then I can be of service. I love that they 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 say he says all the problems with getting in. It's behind this wall. It's behind security. But they say no problem. Twelve inch steel wall. And then they don't even show that scene. <laughs> they it's just probably a deleted scene on the DVD. I wonder. Something. I wonder. Um, we'll have to watch the deleted scenes and find out. But I I I thought that was a, a great moment when they're just like they're like nah should be no problem no problem and then the next scene they're just capturing Sitwell <laughs> yeah which. Which is the big moment. Sitwell is Hydra. Sitwell is Hydra. For those of you doing the rewatch with us, Sitwell is Hydra. And not just Sitwell, but the politician that put the pin on Tony in Iron Man 2 and was being such a prick in mm-hmm. Iron Man 2. That exactly. same politician, Hydra. Put the pin on him? What pin? You remember at the end, they, he, was, he was giving him a medal and he's like stuck him and he's like, ow. It's like, oh yeah, sorry. It's a... It's a wonder how irritating a little prick can be. And I was just like, Key, he's calling him a name. Yeah, I loved, I loved that. The, the Gary, Gary Shandling's character. Yeah. Ended up being. That's uh, his name. Yeah. <laughs> ended up being, ended up being, uh, being Hydra. That was pretty great. Both, both of them being Hydra. Gary Shandling just excited me because that was just a great thing. Yeah. And then, um, and then Sitwell's well. Hydra, and it blew your mind. I was like, what? Yeah. Sitwell's well, such a good guy. He's such a cool guy. There was that scene where he was in a coffee shop and they were talking and... No! No, <laughs> the consultant. Yep. That yep. one shot. Um, yeah, I, I was I was super saddened by, by, by Sitwell being Hydra, but I also loved it because I like surprises. I like when shows can re- genuinely surprise me. Yeah. And then he gets captured... By them and in, interrogated on a rooftop, mm-hmm. and I like that Cap sticks with it. Like, I'm not going to throw you off the roof, even though I know that Falcon's going to be down there yeah. to catch you. Like, I'm not going to throw you off the roof. That's her thing, and she just f- kicks him. Yeah, and and the 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 the, uh, the moment when he kick the, the moment when he realizes that she's he's sending letting Black Widow letting Black Widow loose on him. <laughs> he's Oh no! Just like the look on his face, the fear on his face is that so good. That terror when he's flying off the building is just great. Yep. Just, <laughs> really, really great. And then, like as he's falling, they're just like, "Yeah, what about that girl in accounting, Lin- Lin- Linda, Laura, Laura?" And then like, he says the name. He's like the one with the lip ring. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not, not ready, ready for that. that. <laughs> 
That's so good. I was I was so busy laughing at that that I almost missed the awesome scene of Falcon showing up like in full costume and gear and everything. Like yeah. I'm too busy laughing at Cap being just so old fashioned that I missed this awesome shot. Cap, I'm not ready for that. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> so so funny. Um and then they get it out of Sitwell, of course, that uh yeah, he's just like everybody. It's gonna target everybody. It's just it's targets for this thing. It's gonna kill everybody. Who and we could get be a our threat first ever mention of Stephen Strange? Yes. Oh, Doctor Strange. Like when they said that, and like, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the theater that flipped my lid whenever <laughs> he said Stephen Strange. I was like, <gasps> Stephen Strange, and like nobody freaked out with me. And I was like, What's wrong with you people? <laughs> They're accepting that he exists. That's so fun. So much fun. Um, so that's wonderful. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really cool scene. I, I love I love the dynamic of uh, those three working together. Yeah. Just so much fun to see a team-up movie. And I want to see more of this from Marvel. I want to see more of this, like... I want to see Civil War. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't read Civil War, but I, but I should. Um, I really want to see more of this, like grabbing just a couple characters and throwing them together. Yeah, like the, you don't like have the Marvel to have, team ups. You don't have to have Avengers every time you have two heroes in the same movie. Yeah. You could do just like I think we've talked about this before on the show. I'd love to see like an Iron Man Cat movie or a yeah. Iron Man Hulk movie or a Cap Thor movie or whatever. You know, Cap Thor some, would work really well. Some re- random combination that would yeah. just they could play off each other. Be a lot of fun. Well, Cap Thor happened for like a split second in Thor 2. <laughs> in Thor 2, Cap, <laughs> Cap's image shows up at least. Yep. The likeness of Cap. Yeah, that was really great. But then um, after they get all the information that they want out of Sitwell, they're, gonna, they're taking him back to get him to get past all the retinal scans and the DNA scans and all these things to get in the door. Mm-hmm. To get into Project Insight. Yep. And then he just gets ripped out of the car. Mm-hmm. Like out of and nowhere. thrown in front of a Mack truck. <laughs> thrown in front of a very large truck. So Sitwell's probably dead. He's likely splattered on the side of likely. a road. Yeah, we never see a body, so who knows. Well, you know, we never see any blood in this film. Yeah, we never actually see... Yeah, we see some blood in this film. Well, no, we don't see any dripping blood. Like, nothing okay. past, like, a scuff on the face. Well, we see, like, people's gunshot wounds and blood pooling on their chests and stuff. Yeah, like, just, like, a little scrape on the face or a little yeah. spot where, and we, like, and we don't, we don't actually even see I him. Got shot. We don't actually even see him get hit by the truck, so he could have fallen, like, next to the truck or whatever. Yeah, he could, have, it, he could have very luckily gotten out of the way. But it looks like he just falls, into the tr- falls in front of a moving semi-truck, and that's... Just horribly... Probably dead. Probably <laughs> dead. Very I would have liked to have seen the last scene where Sitwell is like in traction. <laughs> Just like his whole body's completely um, wrapped up. And he becomes somebody else, some other. Nah, just villain. like stays Sitwell. Stays like. <laughs> stays stays Weasley. Weasley Hydra Sitwell. <laughs> we, we get a look at a spider robot like recreating his brain. He's just, please let me die. <laughs> Please let me die. Why are you even doing this? I'm just a Hydra agent. (laughs) I am not an Avenger. You cut off one head, two more grow back. Don't pull me back in. So, yeah, he gets thrown out. We get a really great sequence of of combat on this overpass where 
Winter Soldier's there, and he's kind of the leader of this little ragtag group that everybody else is fighting. And then Cap and Winter Soldier get their real, their first real tiff. You know, after the yeah. one chase scene chase that happened, scene, but this is a this is a real fight. This is an actual like, and the the choreography and it was so good. Like, there's the gunplay with Shield at close range, and then there's like, okay, we're moving on to this gun and. And then he moves on to a knife, and he's, like, working the knife around the shield trying to get into the hit cap, and then Cap gets that knife out, and he's got another knife. So he, like, he's working that knife around, and Cap doesn't have the shield anymore, and he's, like, they're still fighting just crazy, ridiculous amounts, and it's so intense. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's, um, <sighs> okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I just I get I get excited. I understand. I do too. I get excited. Yeah, it was it was, it was a great scene. Great scene. And then in the in the scene ends with them getting captured. Yeah, Winter and Soldier kind of like gets away, but he's stalled enough for everybody to show up and swarm. Yeah, him. but Shield captures Shield captures uh, Cap Hydra captures. Yeah, I guess you'd say Hydra, but I don't even know at this point because Shield doesn't know. So Shield's just taking orders. Yeah, from maybe. Hydra, yeah, a lot of those agents are probably just shield shield agents that don't have anything to do with Hydra. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. Th- those could have mostly been. I think definitely... they were saying that the strike team and those guys were all Hydra agents later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They did say that the strike team. Yeah, is strike something in the comics? Is that a thing? I don't remember. Okay, it could very well be. It it seems like something that they would do because I mean there's what there's hammer and shield and sword and yes yeah, strike would make sense yeah <laughs> tracks <laughs> tahini <laughs> um so guest house <laughs> gh really is that a <laughs> no no it's not please tell me that's not an acronym <laughs> team regretfully accepts Colson kills sky. <laughs> The worst angronym ever. It's a great angronym. <laughs> so yeah, they get captured. They're going to be taken basically to just be executed in a random tunnel where nobody can see. And who shows up to ha- to save them? Maria Hill. She's in the back of the truck, incapacitates the other guard, and uses the little torch lightsaber thing that we saw that Fury had mm-hmm. and cuts a hole in the bottom of it and they escape. And she takes them to an alive and well Nick Fury. Yep, Nick Fury faked his death, like he does. That's that's what that's, that's kind of one of his things. That that's his superpower. <laughs> he may not have any Making other superpower. Making people think you're dead. His play. His superpower is playing possum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're there right. You you're right. You're there entirely you right. That's how he does it. He's the possum of the Avengers. <laughs> The Possum Avenger, as I'd call him. So, this and this is the scene where they all sit around and really have that like <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy moment, where they're all sitting in a circle deciding what to do. <laughs> now we're all standing, bunch of jackasses, bunch of jackasses, <laughs> standing in a circle. Um, yep. So they all have to decide what they're going to do, and they and and Cap, they they sort of all decide. Cap just commands that. They're they're not just gonna bring down Hydra. They're gonna bring down Shield because he's yep. he's tired of this espionage stuff. That this that's 
this walking this weird gray line is what's causing Hydra to be able to do what they're doing. Yep. So we got to bring down all of it, the whole mm-hmm. thing, bring top to bottom, front the to back, whole system, all of it. Hydra and Shield, it's all going down. We're rebuilding, mm-hmm. or well, we're going to rebuild later. For right now, we got to bring it all down. Yeah, which I mean, I don't even know if you would say they're going to rebuild. Like, I don't think. I don't know that that's on Cap's radar, right? No, then. definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. He's just like Shield needs to be Shield. Shield needs to go. This whole system needs to go. We'll worry about it later. Right now, we need it's to get back go. to the good guys fighting the bad guys. Yeah. Um. So, and that's and that's really what what this movie's about is. He he realizes what his vision for the world is, you know. Yeah. And he kind of understands, he comes to grips with everybody else has a different vision, but he's gonna, he's gonna make sure that his vision of the way things should be can still fit into the way that the world actually is. Yeah. That's what it seems like Hmm. to me, at least. Interesting. So yeah, they, they decide this is how we're going to do it. We're going to take down the helicarriers and then they go and do it. Yep. And they give them they give them these three chips, and they say to stop the in Project Insight from uh, giving the coordinates for all these targets. They just need to swap out the chips for the chips that they give them. Yeah, one chip for each chip. Yep. And so they send off our two heroes really. Yeah. To take uh, to bring in these three chips, so that's kind of a tricky thing. Yeah. Um, I loved Falcon um, using the missiles to open up a hole in the ship so he could fly through it. Yeah. That was all really, really smooth. I really like just the way that his sequence was done. Cause they're, those characters are so very different. Mm-hmm. Like the way that cap does things and the way that Falcon does things are very different. And they show that the whole time they show that contrast where like cap jumps on the ship and he running around like doing his parkour and jumping off of stuff and hitting people with these things and throwing a grenade yep. over there. And like, he just kind of walks up to where the thing is and beep, 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 card. All right, that one's done. Falcon just sends a, seems and to Falcon's draw like, a lot oh of attention because he's flying around. He's yeah. usually drawing a lot of fire. Yeah, he's like, I got it. I'm on the ship. And he touches down and then like another shield um, Quinjet comes up. It's like going to fire on him. He's like, oh, good. Because yeah. now I have to deal with this. I love I loved the... Um, scene of Black Widow pretending to be the delegate. Yeah. Because when that, when that you know, whatever, lady in her 50s starts taking down <laughs> all these 30-something guards, yep. these big beefy men, that was so good. I was like, what is happening right now? I was thinking that that was actually happening. Like I was actual, too. Like, I old totally lady was, was going to be knocking everybody down. And I was down. like, is she some sort of S.H.I.E.L.D. agent we didn't know about? <laughs> That's awesome. Who is she? And then it's, oh, it's Black Widow. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, <laughs> I want to know who this woman is. This yeah, is like, awesome. Give me a movie about her. I want her once origin I knew that, story. Once I knew that, going back and watching the movie, there's a few faces that lady makes in the movie yep. that are very Scarlett Johansson, and I think they very intentionally like made her appear to be more like Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. Made her act like Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson, which was, which was kind of cool. They probably had a sit-down session of like, these are the faces that I make. Yeah. <laughs> you got to mimic these. <laughs> so that that was awesome. Um, totally great. Because what's happening while they're trying to take down the helicarriers is that Alexander Pierce has the 
the World Security Council together because they're launching the helicarriers. So we got to stop that. But then also the World Security Council has to be kind of protected and also shut S.H.I.E.L.D. down while they're in there. So, like, you've got Romanoff doing her little infiltration thing because she's going to shut down the system. That's her thing. That's her job. And then Maria Hill is, like, the command center all the Mm. time. Falcon, these guys are coming your way. Well, okay. Yeah. I really think that Kobe Smulders really played into that role wonderfully. She really does. She really does. And I I wasn't sure about her because I love her on How I Met Your Mother, but that's a very different kind of show. Yeah, it is. Um, But she's done done a great job. Yeah, I wasn't, like, whenever they announced her as being Maria Hill for Avengers... I um I kind of like I hesitated at him like yeah she's a good actress but this, Robin Sparkles <laughs> this is a very different kind of role like yeah. I can see her being the the butch kind of gruff aggressive person that Maria Hill is in the comics but like doing the action sequences I don't know I don't know that that's a and she hasn't really done that yet she we had, haven't like, seen a whole lot of her she had a talk and roll action. moment she does a lot of shooting. Yeah, and she makes it look okay when she does the shooting. Yeah, she does. She does fine. Very calm about it. She does fine. She just does a fine job. Um, but I've liked I've liked her so far in in this movie particularly because there was a lot more of her in this than there was yeah. even in the Avengers. This movie, this movie really was just like I'm realizing that the world that we saw in the Avengers, which which had you know, Black Widow, um, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Maria Hill, Nick Fury. That's kind of just Cap's world now. Like that's yeah. what, the 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 helicarriers, all that stuff. That's Cap's world, you know. And so it was almost like all the Avengers went to see Cap in his world. <laughs> Let's go visit Cap and save everything. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm curious about like when we see uh, the Avengers go to Thor's world or something like. Ooh, that would be an interesting. That uh, would be neat. Different way to do it. Yeah, that would be neat. But I think they're probably going to be going into Tony Stark's world next time with all the robots. Yeah, I do too. All the robots. Robots. Yep. Robot. So yeah, we get this great sequence of Cap doing his thing and Falcon doing his very different thing and getting a missile to blow up the 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 underbelly basically and open up a hole so that he can get in there and take out his helicarrier. And then he you know, they they kind of join up. They're like, all right, let's go take this last one down together. We're going to get up there. And then the Winter Soldier is there, and it screws up all of their plans. Mm-hmm. And he broke the Falcon costume. That's true. Yeah, which we don't... That was the last one. Yeah, they said, like, the last one is housed in, and that's the one they have. Yeah, so I wonder where we'll get the next Falcon costume from. I think... A Tony Stark creation could happen with that. Yeah, for sure. I, that was my first thought, too. Tony Stark could fix this. He'd be like, oh, you want to fly? <laughs> well, okay. How do you want to fly? fly? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to look like when you fly? Cause yeah, it was a very different flight than Tony Stark's flight, which, yeah, which, is, which is really cool. Which we got that repulsor technology um, throughout the movie uh, on, the, uh, on the new helicarriers, which was pretty awesome. Uh, the moment that, so so I think the, the two big moments we've got left really in this sequence are all the moments between Bucky, Bucky and Cap. Yeah, that huge amount of character development there that happens is. right there's there. A, there's a lot of growth in Bucky and Cap 
uh, and, and Cap making the decision to not once he's willing to fight Bucky to get the chip in, but once the chip's in, yeah, once he finishes that, once mission, he finishes his mission and saves everyone, he's like, "I'm not fighting you. You're yeah. gonna have to kill me if that's your mission. If I'm your mission, do your mission. You know, yeah, do finish your worst. it, finish me." Um, and and he says the end of the line. Yeah, because I'm with you to the I'm end of the you, line. I'm with you to the end of the line, um, which was a little cheese ball, but I'm I'm okay with it. It's Cap. Everything's cheese yeah, ball. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> like everything. I, I, it fit his character just fine. It's they're they're both men of the '40s, and so that that little like yeah, you know, they're best friends from the '40s. So that's that's totally fine. Um, and so I really 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 enjoyed all of that. And then the other thing I just wanted to mention. Was the moment when that they don't they don't telegraph this, um, but when they chi- when they put the chips in, it doesn't just shut the helicarriers down. Yeah, it, it doesn't re- just like it changes. Crash it changes their targets. Yep. So that their targets are each other. Yep. That was so much fun. Because I was thinking at the beginning, it's just gonna like shut down all of the targeting. It's gonna force them to land, and yeah, then that'll me too. be it. But then it's like no. Targets acquired three. We said we're tearing shield down. And Let's they tear blow the down. hell out of everything. Yep. The Triskelion, like all of it. Yep. Brock Rumlow is in there and he gets burned to shit. Oh, yeah. I, I was interested to see that they showed him again at the end yeah. of the movie. Because that, that, that is telegraphing. They're going to do something with him. Crossbones. Yep. That gets me excited. Bones. That gets me excited for... The Red Skull possibly coming back because I want the Red Skull back work so bad. We, we've talked about this a lot, but yeah, I I do not believe the Red Skull's dead. I know that he, he was tele- teleported. He absolutely was teleported. Um, I mean, they said in the Avengers that the cube is a gateway or a doorway to the other end of space. Yeah, right there it says that when he grabbed it, he just got sent through the doorway. That's all that was. Mm-hmm. So he's up there somewhere with Thanos and the making Chitauri red people. And, and if we if we do get a Thanos movie, make it with people. Um, Barit, <laughs> sorry, Barit, descendant of Red Skull. Um, man, Corman Day married Red Skull's daughter. That's weird. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> Wonder those what those dinners are like. Um, <laughs> Okay, this so chicken this is... is dry and overcooked. <laughs> That's a terrible Hugo Weaving voice. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I I would love to see Red Skull return. Um, I don't want to be. I don't want it to be released though. I really want to be surprised by this. Oh yeah, I want it to be just like last scene. We think so, we think Thanos is behind something or something, and then like Red Skull's been like pulling the strings or whatever and there's just like go- cosmic red skull action would be oh, so yeah. good and him bringing just like an army behind him yeah and then we get like loki red skull thanos all these big enemies that are now cosmic enemies um because loki's already on that level oh, thanos yeah. is already on that level and now that red skull's been out in the cosmos for 70 years <laughs> um <laughs> He's trying he's, to get back. He's probably, you know, ascended to some sort of level. Um, and that, that could be so good to have three major villains in the world that all make sense as cosmic epic villains, you know? Yeah. And they, they could bring together everything with the Guardians and the Earthlings. Yeah, it'd be so good. God, it's ridiculous. Very exciting. 
what if this is this is not true in the slightest there's no way this could be true but what if red skull was peter quill's dad <laughs> that would be funny that would be stupid but he's also he's a human though his father was not human he held the thing would that make him not human well, he was tested on by Dr. Erskine. Truth. Yeah. His, but he was he a human. Was he, he just, he had the super soldier serum. He was changed. Before a Captain America, so. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and, and, the, and also, he was on Earth in the 80s. Eh. But yeah, you know. Eh. Or the 70s, I guess. Eh. But I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it, that would be an interesting turn, for sure. It would be so dumb. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Please don't make that happen. Don't make that. <laughs> I take it back. I'm he so sorry. He does wear a red jacket. Peter no! Quill red jacket. <laughs> Similar color to the face. Anyway. So final stuff is going down. The the helicarriers are blowing the shit out of each other. Yep. They're just... Sam Wilson runs so off the first floor. Which I, I love that whole scene. Yeah. I love them turning the... Uh, the helicopter the sideways. Helicopter sideways to catch him so he doesn't have to go through the blades. 41st! 41st! <laughs> so good. It was not like they put the numbers on the outside. That's such a good action movie joke. Yep. It's like, it's it's a really good action movie joke. It's like, I wanted to get there, but like, I didn't know. So I had to do some weird helicopter piloting and, yeah. and get you with awesome. my one broken arm. Right? He's a really good pilot to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. One arm, man. <laughs> That's uh, another of his superpowers. And so the movie ends with S.H.I.E.L.D. is destroyed. Um, and Nick Fury is on the run, still still uh, has death being faked. Yep. Uh, everyone thinks he's dead. And his tombstone. His tombstone <laughs> has his quote from Pulp Fiction on it, which is pretty awesome. The um, path of the righteous man. Is beset on no, all no. sides. That's where it stops. Yeah, it's no. just the righteous man dot dot dot. Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Ezekiel And it's like that's the best Easter egg I've I've ever seen from like not in the same universe stuff. Yeah. That's a really, really, really fun Easter egg. You know, Bucky's still alive. So that's cool. Bucky's still alive. Cap is on the search for Bucky. Um, yeah. When do we start? We N- just did. Natasha Romanov brings the uh Brings information, yeah, for Cap to, she had to find pull some him. strings, um, and and Sam Wilson is staying with Cap, yeah, which is, which is fun. Falcon and Cap together, um, I like that duo. I do too. They're really fun. Um, I don't know. They're just, but they're both such like just pure-hearted, good, optimistic guys. I really like it. Yep. Um, and really, that's that's pretty much the end of the movie. Uh, except for our, our after credit sequence. Yeah, our two stingers. Which, um... Oh, God. The mid-credits one is so good. Yeah. So much said in just that. Which, just that just that scene makes me really believe the the theories that that Tesseract... Or, I'm sorry, that, that um... Loki's staff. Loki's staff is a Infinity Stone. Or has an Infinity Stone in it. Yeah, and so that whatever. gives us four Infinity Stones. Yeah. Four of the six, which means, if that's the case, which we don't know for sure, we've got one on Asgard, one in the Collector's Collection, one on Nova Prime, or one in Nova... It, no, one, not Nova Prime. Nova Prime's the woman. Xandar. 
Xandar, one on Xandar, and one in Loki's staff on Earth. So that's four on four planets, which is kind of just, just fun. Just fun. So much fun. Yeah. <laughs> they're spread all over the universe, but they're, they're in known places. So they could be gathered up. And, and just just to see a character go to all four of those places would be awesome. Yeah. In one movie. In one movie, yeah. Oh, Xandar. So much ridiculous. And we, and we don't know that it'll happen in one movie. Say, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get on this in a minute because that's more speculation about yeah. the overall universe. <laughs> well, that's the thing about the Stingers. They make that speculation happen because, like, Baron Strucker is in is in this stinger. Like he hasn't been anywhere else in the MCU until now. And that says so much. Like he makes so many like villain conglomerates and he, cool. he does so much scheming against Captain America. Neat. Let's it's talk about that in the spoiler. Uh, I think we're pretty much ready to go to that, right? Yeah. Uh, we could talk about, well, we already said well, that after credits, Bucky's alive, Bucky's alive about who he is. So, so, was. so there's hope for Bucky, um, yeah. which is cool. Um, well, thanks everybody for listening. If you're if you're letting go of us now, we're gonna go into our super secret spoiler session where we talk about everything Marvel Cinematic Universe and spoil up and down if from all the way from Iron Man to Guardians. So, oh yeah, um, we're gonna talk about anything that intersects with this movie or any just anything in general that we want to talk about. So, if you haven't caught up in the MCU and you don't want to be spoiled at all, uh, let us go now because we're gonna talk about some. Some other things, including intense things. Uh, three, two, one. Uh, the the twins are are just they're Quicksilver and they're Scarlet Witch, and you see them, and they have most of the superpowers that they already had in the comics. Cool. That's big. Yeah, that's really big. And Baron von Strucker saying this is not. I loved it all. We just scratched the surface. This is not the age of S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA. This is the age of miracles. Miracles. Yeah. Mm. So that's going to open up Avengers 2 for being just ridiculous. Because he, he's going to be there. He's got to be there. If they're going to be in there, if that's their origin, he's going to be in there. There's going to be scheming. There's going to be all kinds of extra stuff going on. Tell me more about Varen Von Strucker in the comic books. I don't want to. Okay. I don't know that much about <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I see you were saying something about him. Uh, He's a schemer. He's one of those collector of other bad people to do bad things kind of guys. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's, it's interesting the that they're, they're starting there. Um, and it's obvious that uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver will be somehow in Avengers 2, and I'm assuming fighting Ultron. They start off... In the comics, as bad guys, yes, they're fighting against the Avengers, and that's what they're going to start off doing this time. But eventually, they're going to join forces with them. Yeah, um, I, I wonder. I wonder if that's the case. Or I wonder if um, it could be the other way around. Maybe they start off as uh, coming to help the Avengers, but really they're just uh, they're just infiltrating. Infiltrating. Hydra. Sorry. Okay. What if What if we have two Hydra agents in the Avengers? That could be bad. No. Don't you secret invasion me. <laughs> oh, wait. That was Skrulls. Yeah, that was Skrulls. And the Skrulls are owned by Fox, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the, whoever owns... Fantastic Four. That one. Actually, I think Super Skrull 
is owned by Fox, but the scroll or not. I, I, there was some people I've heard. I really am not sure. Because Super Scroll is is the Fantastic Force villain. Mm-hmm. The Scroll are more commonly in other Marvel properties. Well, Super Scroll is one of the Scrolls. Yes. Obviously, his name. But, like, I think with Super Scroll, they brought in the rest of the Scrolls as being their property. And they really just need to let it go, man. They just do. let that crap go. They do. They're making another movie right they're now. They're trying to reboot it so that they get another 10 years on that license. I mean, they're going to. It's already in production. <sighs> I know. And it looks so dumb. And it's being forced and rushed and just... It's infuriating that they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, Just let it go and let somebody else better take care of it. Yeah. Because think about what could be done with that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It'd be so good. I, I wish that we could... I wish they could all just come together. Why can't they all just get along? Because, <laughs> man, everybody wants that money. Yep. So it's not going to happen. Not, sadly enough. Anyway, so extra super ridiculous spoilers are happening right now, right? Yep, so, we're in the super secret spoiler section. Yeah, just call it... S- s- <laughs> I like how long you drew that out. That really sold it for yeah, me. Yeah, I think so. So, Avengers 2 is going to have Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yep. And we saw that they have those ridiculous powers. The Vision's going to be there. Because there have been so many pictures of him happening there. So, I'm assuming since he's... Since he's looking like he's fighting against Ultron in the big picture, he's probably going to do the same thing that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are doing, because that's what he did. He started off as a bad guy, and then was just like, you know what? This humanity thing might have some merit to hmm. it. I'm going to go be a good guy. I mean, they It might... could be a situation where Ultron is so powerful, he's trying to destroy all humans and the villains help. Will villains help fight the Ultron, you know? Well... Technically, Vision was made by Ultron. Yeah. And, yeah. He, I'm so excited about he this He just movie. turns against him. And there's so much that could be done with it. Like, ah, oh, everything is exciting about it. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously so. And then we've got Loki's staff is an Infinity Stone. Possibly. It It looks like it. Yeah. Because they had it, they had drawing energy from it, mm-hmm. and it was that same shape, that little like, almost like an egg kind of shape, mm-hmm. where you just want to grab onto it and let yourself get blown up, you know? Mm-hmm. Barit style. <laughs> no wait, that's not Barit. That's the other girl. That was the assistant. Assistant. Of the My collector. master desires your presence. My master can suck on it. Splat. <laughs> yeah. So what else do you? Uh... Well, I mean, past this, like, <laughs> this really sets up the um, the rest of the season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just for some hectic things. Yes, for sure. I mean, I to be honest, I don't even, like, next week we're going to talk all about that. Yeah. Um, we're going to get into the, the what happened, obviously, because next week is episode 17, um, and so you guys get ready for that. Like, that's that's probably the best episode of the season. Uh, directly following Cap. It was really, really great. Yeah. So, 
I think that's about it for the super secret spoiler edition. You think? Mostly just... Right. I mean... I'm just excited about all, all the stuff that this brings in. I mean, we we talked about it already, but the the idea of Red Skull and Thanos and Loki and the Infinity Gauntlet and all of that coming to a head is mm-hmm. so, so, so good. And I love that they've taken six or seven years to build this story. Yeah. I like that they're taking so long to make sure that everything is done right. Yeah, they're not rushing. Something they're great. not rushing at all. You talk about and they're not pulling a Zack Snyder. You talked about earlier uh, wasting that villain. You yeah, did, uh, what's his name? Batrock the Leaper. Batrock. Batrock the Leaper. Um, the Leaper. Talk about wasting him, but they don't waste anything. I mean, the fact that they even used him at all, I think, is amazing. And I think they're. He They're, can come back. He's not dead. He can oh, yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, that's for great. Sure. But even if that's all they ever use him, it's like they used that character that is not known by anyone. They just yeah. did it as a little nod to fans. And they, they're just not wasting their properties, I don't think. Yeah. And even then, like, if he comes back, they don't really need an origin story to let you know who he is. It's like, oh, that was that guy at the beginning of Cap. Right. Yeah, he can just he be fought. a random terrorist guy. One thing we didn't talk about at all, and this isn't really super secret spoilers, but... What was Hydra's plan here? Because to take over and instill their own brand of order? Yes. But were they going to continue operating under S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or was this always going to be their coming out party? I don't know. I don't know what they I'm curious they about were going to go with on I'm that. I'm curious about it. Because I'm curious if they were going to just like... S.H.I.E.L.D. was about to commit mass murder. Yeah. In the eyes of the in the eyes of the public, that's what that's what it was going to look like. Is Shield sent two three helicarriers up and they killed hundreds of thousands, people. twenty million people, whatever. Yeah, that's what he was going to sacrifice to save seven billion. Yeah. Um. So was that was that the plan to like keep it in the dark and it would be Shield's fault and then maybe they turn to Hydra for order or or. Wouldn't they? I feel like they would revolt, but that's the thing. Is like I guess they took out all the revolters. Yeah, they took out the twenty million people who had the power to revolt, and then I guess they would have come to light at some point. I don't know. As Hydra. Well, I mean, they weren't like announcing to the world, like, "Yes, we are Hydra. We are going to take over everything." You. Well, will. they do send out that signal, and uh, we haven't gotten there yet. I guess this is super secret spoiler because in the show on episode seventeen, they do send out that signal. It's like. It's time we are Hydra, you know, like. Yeah, but isn't that only within Shield that that happens? Yes, but I mean, assuming that that's going to get somewhere, if if everyone finds out their Hydra, the Hydra's still around and they're operating within Shield, I'm just curious what you thought their what their plan would be. I mean, I don't think we really I, know. I mean, I don't know what their plan was as far as like facing the public, but it seemed like they were just going to hold everybody hostage. Yeah. I had another thought about, like, why Bucky? What do you mean? Bucky fell off that thing. Why did they... I mean, I know he'd already been worked on a little bit, but uh, why did uh, why did they choose to pimp out Bucky? Why didn't they just pick a Hydra agent to turn into the Winter Soldier? They were going to do random, crazy, ridiculous experiments. They didn't want to sacrifice one of their own guys. Why not use one of the enemies? And you can brainwash him, and if it all works out, you get the Winter Soldier. Yeah, seems a little long-sighted. 
slash a lot of things have to go right. <laughs> yeah. So they were planning. It, honestly, it looks like they were planning for failure and it just kind of worked out. Yeah. My only thought was maybe originally they worked on him because he was Cap's best friend and that uh, they would have needed him specifically. It's just a little weird that the two best friends survived. It's a little far-fetched. Yeah. Um, and I was just curious, like, if there was a reason. I don't know if you knew. Um, there might be. Why they, might, why they chose Bucky for those experiments and why they made Bucky the Winter Soldier rather than just picking someone who would have, like, done it gladly instead of having the brainwash. <laughs> I will sacrifice myself. Yeah, like, just give someone else all those superhero powers. I don't know. Because obviously he has... There there might have been a Wikipedia page that I haven't read about this yet. It <laughs> makes me not know yet, so... Also a comic book series, but yeah, just yeah, do Yeah, or, Wikipedia you know, page. whichever. <laughs> Wikipedia is free. That's true. That's the great thing that about it. That is true. I can get all the character bios and character histories I ever need <laughs> for free. And then if I'm interested, I can go and buy the comics. That's what I've been doing. That's cool. Civil War is real good. Yeah, I want to read Civil War. Do you have the Civil War? I don't have it yet. I'm thinking about um, getting getting the Marvel Now app and just don't just just signing up for a month or two and just reading all of Civil War. Civil War's got a lot of tie-ins. Well, that apparently, and this is apparently, there's a way on the Marvel Now app to sort by storyline. Yeah, um, and you can just read that story. If you find one that you want or that you want to read or have read at the end of it when you're done, it'll tell you like next in this book's series and then also next in this story arc and then here's a tie-in. It'll be like this one, this one, this one, this one like which do you want to read? This one costs $2. Yeah. But the Marvel now is like $10 a month and you get to yeah. read a bunch of it. I think it's Civil Wars on there. So for ten bucks you could read it all. I don't need that in my life right now. I just I've got destiny. You got destiny to play happening, and I gotta go home. Yeah. So I can play that because <laughs> it's I'm late. Jonesing. I probably should. Well, go I think that. we're. I think we're. I think we're about uh, done with this. I think we're done talking about Winter Soldier. Uh, what's your rating on Winter Soldier? Oh man, like. <sighs> I want to give it like a solid nine five because there was. I. Nine five or ten because I want to say that there's almost nothing wrong with it, mm-hmm. but I can't say that there is anything wrong with it. Like, I can't find anything to say there is wrong with it. Yeah. In order to say that there's almost nothing wrong with it. You know, because almost nothing suggests that there is something. Yeah, I would say there's nothing wrong with this movie. It's a great movie, but it's not as good as Guardians for me. It's not that there's anything wrong with it. It's a different style of movie. I totally agree, but for me, for my personal taste, and I mean, that's what a rating's got to be based on. Yeah, I guess so. Guardians is better for me. Yeah. And so Guardians is a 10. I don't remember if that's what I gave it. That's what I give it now. I've I've definitely come around. That's what you gave it before. I think I've, I've seen it three times now, and it's a 10. <laughs> By the way, I wonder how much of its success is double watchings. Yeah, like, like repeat viewing? Yeah, I really want to know if there's a way to find that out. Like, I doubt it. If there's some sort of like survey of people or something. I don't know. Uh, because I know a lot of people have seen it three, four, five, six times, 
And so, like, sure, it sold the most tickets, but how many people that watched it watched it again? How many were original? Like, I haven't seen it yet. How many people have actually seen the movie versus have seen other other movies? I think it might not be doing as well in that arena. Um, Guardians 2 is going (laughs) to... It, it destroy at the box office. Oh yeah, it's going to going completely to be, decimate whatever it is yeah, up against. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Um, okay, TMNT two is just going to be like what? <laughs> TMNT what two. even happened? Hope they put them out on the same weekend so we can really <laughs> be there. <laughs> that would be the best <laughs> ever. Yeah, this podcast would get so excited about it. <laughs> Like I say, this podcast, like we're the only two people that we are excited. the only two people, but but we'd be really excited. <laughs> there are people that listen to us frequently. Yeah. We we just still don't hear from them. Come on, guys, send us some voicemails or comment on Facebook or something. Yeah, let us know you're there. Let us know you're there. <laughs> don't just talk to we me. We see the downloads, but I just need to hear your voices. <laughs> I need to know you're there. I need so to know call, you care. So call us at five seven three cast MCU. Write us at mcucast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash mcucast, or go to mcucast.wordpress.com. Pretty much mcucast everywhere, except for the phone number is castmcu, 573-cast-mcu. Hmm. So call us, It's though. too bad you couldn't get that switched. Right, yeah. It just didn't exist. There was no phone number with mcucast in it. That's unfortunate. Indeed. Oh, well. Maybe I could, like... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess that's all we got for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. and Thank we'll you for listening. You, we'll see you next week when we come back with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode 17 and the final episode and the final week of rewatching before season two airs. That's right. That's exciting. That's right. We're very, very excited about season two getting started. Um, we've been on this podcast for six weeks now, and I'm just so excited to be doing new new content and to be speculating about new things. And It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. It's going to be a fun time, and I hope you guys come along with us for the ride. Yeah, come with us, everybody. We'll see you next week, guys. Hold on a second, I gotta pee. Okay. Matt's going. Let's try to hold it until the end. To the party. He was rushing me, but now he's gotta pee. And I'm checking Facebook about the destiny. Joining the clan. Get that destiny. Oh my god, I gotta go home and play destiny. Say it like it's a sad thing, but I really want to. Game is so good. Why is it so good? Why does it keep me up so late? I need sleep. I blame Matt. It's all Matt's fault, and he's peeing. It's the worst. Why does he pee so much? It's all his fault, especially when he pees. I wasn't talking to myself.
record it at all. Oh, 